On today's episode of the Tech of Business podcast, my guest is Shannon Crow of the Connected Yoga Teacher podcast. This is a hybrid episode, part interview, part tech breakthrough. First, we talk about the scheduling software that Shannon uses to keep her yoga business going and how she uses that software in her yoga teacher coaching business. From there, we transition into me answering some of Shannon's questions about a piece of software and an aspect of her business. We kind of put a greater focus on it. I love that we had the chance and opportunity to bring both parts of this conversation together. Shannon got to show off some cool tech that she's using, and she got an immediate benefit by working through one of the things that she was thinking about changing in her business. Be sure to hop over into the Tech of Business community on Facebook. All you have to do is go to techofbusiness.com forward slash community, and then inside there, Find the post for today's episode and let us know what your favorite part of the episode was. Is it the software that Shannon got to talk about and when some of the other things we talked about related to that software? Or was it the tech breakthrough part? I am dying to know what your thoughts are. And be sure to also let me know if you want more of these hybrid type episodes in the future. Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. And welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I am super excited that you're here because you have a podcast and you use technology and we haven't ever met in person yet. I feel like I know you and your business a little bit. So why don't we get started with this interview by you sharing with the rest of the Tech of Business audience who you are and what you do and who you serve. Thank you so much, Jamie. I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so I am Shannon Crow, the host of the Connected Yoga Teacher podcast. I am a yoga teacher, but I'm also a consultant for and a trainer of yoga teachers. So that's what I do and who I do it for. Nice. So you're training other yoga teachers to run their own practices. Is that the idea that they're at? So the training side of things, I have two trainings that I run, Mama Nurture Prenatal Yoga Teacher Training and a Yoga for Pelvic Health Teacher Training. And I do those in person. Uh, okay. I have a little bit of online stuff that I do, and that's growing and building. That's kind of fun and tech scary. <laughs> and, then, and then the consultation calls that I do with yoga teachers are mostly around working with their business, like how they can market and profit create a profitable, sustainable yoga business. Right. Because it's great to open your doors, but there are a lot of things that you have to put in place in order to keep those doors open and keep new feet walking through those doors and also keep the same feet coming back time yeah. and time again and creating that experience. So I know that part of that experience is making it easy for people to sign up 
four-year classes and sign up to attend a workshop or to do whatever. And I think that you've kind of got that part dialed in and it's a tech solution. So I decided we would go straight there. And if you could share with the audience what you use and what you recommend for those that type of activity. For sure. So a big tool that I use is called Schedulicity. It's an online scheduling software. And I started using them in 2011. So I had different tracking systems. Um, One was a piece of paper (laughs) with a list of telephone numbers. That's how I started. Uh, And then definitely email, but it was really just like not an not an email provider, but just emailing people. That was a long time ago. <laughs> and then through various studios, I worked with different software uh, that was designed for yoga studios. And it wasn't until I came upon Schedulicity that I was like, ah, oh, this is exactly what we need for the studio and for my own personal yoga business. So what does Schedulicity do uh, for an in-person business? So this is really interesting. Like I feel like I've seen how Schedulicity has grown and changed. So in 2011, I almost felt like I was using the software when it wasn't designed for me. So it was more so maybe designed for maybe uh, massage therapists, uh, estheticians, hair salons, that side of business. And but then I realized like, oh, I can book people in and I can, <laughs> I can schedule their appointments this way. And then they started to grow and move into the yoga space. And I would say that's recently. I don't want to guess in a year, but on a year, on a, on a particular date of a year, but I think it's within the last two years that they decided to move more into the yoga space of things. So what this looks like is when my students go to sign up for, say, a workshop or a class they're asked to sign in through that piece of tech, through that software. They enter in, all they have to enter in is their name and their email, and then it it fills up the class. So once they're, say I set my limit at 20 people, which is what I set it at for one class that I do in town, only 20 people can sign up and then it's full. So this is, this saves me back and forth emails. It saves me so much time. Yeah. Does it do the financial side? Does it tie into financials? So what it will do is tell me how much everyone has paid if they've paid online. And then I can also check them out on that as well. Uh, And I can also accept payments through a third-party software. So it's through Stripe. Nice. Nice. So Mm -hmm. what that means is that you've got a one-stop place to be able to fill a class and it's straightforward and easy to do uh, for the, for the user. They don't have to send you an email saying, Hey, I want to attend your workshop on Wednesday at 3 PM. They can just go to the website, click on the Wednesday 3 PM, say, Oh, there's spots available, sign up, pay, and then they, do they get an email? Do they get a calendar invite? Do you know how that side of things looks for them? Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, the other thing I want to say about payments is the other part that I really like is that they might be able to sign up without a payment or hold it with a credit card, do a partial deposit or pay for the full thing. So this is really important because yes. different things, I want different ways that people 
are paying. Like say for instance, if it's a really big yoga teacher training, like our 85 hour, I need them to put a deposit in. So it won't even let them hold a spot unless they have that deposit. So then what happens on the receiving side of things is that that person will get a confirmation that they've booked. And then, uh, then I can choose when they get a confirmation of like, Hey, just a reminder. But I can also email everyone who signed up for a particular workshop as well. I can just click like email all the people here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it- you know, Schedulicity is not the only scheduling tool for this, but what's nice about it is that you have found a piece of software and you've taken it to the nth degree to make it work the way you want it to. And I think that that, for me, it means it's a successful piece of software. There are other tools you could have looked at. There were probably other tools that you did look at um, that could do the job that you're looking to accomplish, yet instead of bouncing from one to the next to the next, you went all in on this particular one so that you could mold it to what you need it to be. And I think that that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't do. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs and business owners will say, well, this wasn't quite right. And instead of digging in and finding a way to make that work, they throw that entire system away and go and try something else. Did you have a time, you know, whether it was back in 2011 or before Schedulicity actually kind of came into the yoga realm that you said, I should look at something else. I want to throw this whole thing away, try something new, go back to pen and paper, anything like that. And how might you have come, gotten over that if you did? <laughs> well, this is really interesting. Um, well, in terms of in the yoga space, so the biggest competitor in the yoga space is MindBody. And I dealt with them a lot uh, through different yoga studios. I felt like I needed a bit of a degree just in running the software. And so I knew that it was complicated, but there are many things that made it look like it would be an effective uh, piece of software to use. The the biggest piece that it came down to when I was first starting out as a yoga teacher is that Schedulicity is free when you first start with it until you have 20 bookings a month. Okay. So (laughs) I can book all free classes, all free workshops, and then once I get over to 20 booking that 20 bookings a month, then I would start paying. So for me, that was like, uh, anytime mind body calls me, I still have a little laugh because they will routinely call me, ask me to sign up and I will say, can you be free? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And mind body online, for those of you who don't know, I've actually been in that software myself because I've worked with Pilates studios and setting up their their stuff. I've worked with yoga studios. And so I'm familiar with their software. And what it is, is it's designed to facilitate the the connection between the student and the school so they can sign up for specific classes, so they can sign up for specific workshops, very much uh, the type of stuff that Shannon is doing. And they went 100% all in on the holistic uh, fitness industry as they were building out this tool. And the biggest drawback that I saw from, uh, from a developer perspective was that the software had to, or that you had to fit your business into their software. 
there yes. were not a lot of different directions that you could go. I think even what you're saying about the deposit, I don't even think that that deposit piece, at least when I last looked at my body, which was probably three, four years ago, um, had that ability. So I think that it's one of those one of those things that it's a great piece of software if your business is exactly what they built the software for. Whereas yeah. what you've done is you found a piece of software that offers what you need and then made it work um, in, in that respect. It gave you the flexibility. And I love the fact that you can start for free. Yeah. And then the second piece of that, when you said like, did I ever feel like throwing it out? Um, what I would do and what I still do is I just reach out to the Schedulicity team. I usually use the little chat that pops up in the side of my screen, like the little help box. Mm -hmm. And I say to them, hey, like, I want to be able to do this. Is there a way? Am I missing something? And they'll either walk me through how to do it. Like, oh, yeah, you just have to do this and this. Or they can even help me. Like, for instance, with the podcast, I wanted my podcast guests and the calls to be on one. I wanted it to pop up on one calendar and then my yoga to pop up on another one. And so they helped me to go back in and figure out how to do that. It's not something that's just there and offered. Or what they say is, oh, that's coming out soon. Or, hey, that's something to add to our list. So this is the, this was the deal breaker always with Schedulicity is that when I contacted them, they listened and then they would do these things. <laughs> like they would make me updates. Now I'm sure I wasn't the only one reaching out, but they have a really small, tight knit, very responsive team. And so it was in one of these um, chats that one of the, well, Jane, who, see, I even know them by name. <laughs> Jane, Jane said to me, Hey, Shannon, I see you use our software and you have had some ideas, like, let's have a phone conversation. I'd love to hear what you think about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, how much time do you have? Like, I love this software and here are all of the things I, I would love to see it have. Right. And that's how they became our podcast sponsor for like Schedulicity is now our podcast sponsor, but it was developed like my love for their product was developed long before that. And then even more so now, now I'm like, here's my wish list. Like when's this happening? I still right. the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a really great point is that when you're working with a piece of software, whether it's, you know, scheduling software, email marketing, course platform, um, payment, you know, any kind of payment portal, anything like that. When you go onto the website to do work, on that website and you have that contact us in the bottom right hand corner that pops up and stuff use it that to me as a business owner and as somebody who spends a lot of time on a lot of different pieces of software i use that tremendously as you were talking i was thinking about the chat box in active campaign which i use for with a lot of my clients for email marketing and i use that box quite extensively because I want to make sure that I'm using it for, I'm using a system in the best right way possible. I sometimes go down rabbit holes and overcomplicate tech and systems. And I've been really, really good in the past year or so to pull back and look at it from an outsider's perspective. And that actually, they've actually helped me look at it from an outsider's perspective as well, because I'm now able to provide my clients with a better experience 
because I've used that chat box. So as a business owner, take advantage of the software that you're using and making those connections and those those live uh, activities and stuff. And I, I know a lot of people at a lot of different companies now by name, just like you do, because I have taken the time to get to know them. And I've been invited to be experts um, on their platforms. I've got a couple of expert platforms that I'm on now, and I've been invited to have conversations and actually having a conversation with... Um, trying to think with active campaign in the coming days because they saw how I was using that I was using their software in different ways. So same idea. And I think for the listeners and who are business owners, entrepreneurial, wanting to dig into software, take advantage of creating a closer connection because you never know how it's going to impact your business. Shannon, you've got a podcast sponsor just because you actually took the time to say, hey, I wish. Yeah. And <laughs> I had listed them as like my top favorite tools that I, my top online tools that I use every day in my business. And that was another one. And they were just really appreciative. And they probably saw that people were visiting, visiting uh, their site because of it too. But for sure, reach out. And I like ask a company, you know, I'm still asking Schedulicity and I hope they're listening. If you're listening. <laughs> team, I really want them to uh, work within time zones. So they're used to booking people in locally, but I book people all over the world for my podcast. And it's the worst to have to figure out time zones for me, for my brain. <laughs> right. Because again, they were not created for this online world product. They were created for an in-person massage therapist, a hairdresser, those types yeah. of things, as you talked about earlier. So now you're helping them expand their product and their offering so that you there is the uh, virtual consultation or in your case, the podcast interview. I feel like we've spent a lot of time talking about scheduling and getting people into these sessions and workshops and classes and things like that. And I know that there's a lot more to running a successful yoga business. And I'm curious to know what other software kind of rises or percolates to the top of your list of things that your business would not be doing as well without. So on the podcast, like podcast consultation side of things, that's the more virtual mm -hmm. um, side of my business. Uh, we definitely use, and when I say we, so we have a team, uh, the podcast editor, my VA and our show notes writer. So we have a little team now and it used Yay. to just be, used to just be me. <laughs> um, and we definitely use Trello for sure. We add all of our tasks in there and it's handy because we have a giant checklist for the podcast. Like all of these things have to happen with each episode and who's in charge of it. So we move it around, move each card around. Mm -hmm. We also use Dropbox, Google Drive for our Google Docs. We share a lot of documents. Um, let's see, what else do we use? Uh, one thing that we're struggling with like obviously we use, and well, two things that we're struggling with. So when you talked about active campaign, you really got my curiosity going <laughs> because we've been using MailChimp and we've, our mail list, email list grew so that it's not free anymore. Okay. So that's making me look a little bit more in terms of 
okay, we're, we're paying for this. So I want our open and our click rate to be higher than it is. And I've heard from people that the open rate on MailChimp is less than something like active campaign. That's the one in the forefront of my mind. So I'm curious what you think about that. <laughs> and then the other thing that is a struggle is if I put something in Trello and it's a communication, it often can just get lost in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are two things that we struggle with. Okay. Well, I, I love that. That's a, that's a great direction to take this uh, conversation. Um, the reason why I like active campaign um, is because you have the ability to tag people based on their activity. You can have multiple lists. So you could have a list for your podcast listeners. You can have a list for your local. You could have a list for uh, yoga teachers. That is, could be a hybrid. They could be, people could be on multiple lists. And then you have the tags that can tie people together. So uh, if somebody, for whatever reason, clicks, you send an email to your entire uh, all three lists and you want to know who's clicked on this particular link you can add a tag and you can then send them through automations and there's a lot of really fancy things that you can do in active campaign that make it so that your lists are not completely separate entities because in mailchimp your lists are completely separate so if yes. someone is on list a and then they attend a workshop and you're putting them on list B, they're going to be on two lists and they are not, and they are going to count as two people and they're not going to count just as that one person on two lists. Yeah, this is what's happening. So if I had a yoga student who became a yoga teacher and they're a podcast listener, they're on all three of my lists. Yes. And so then it becomes really advantageous to use something like active campaign and there are others i mean i think convert kit has a lot of really great qualities as well and i can talk about that if you want but active campaign you can have them on those separate lists and they only count once and you can then also um if you're sending something to all your yoga students and yoga teachers they'll only get that email once whereas if you're sending to your two different lists inside active inside mailchimp they're going to get that email twice because there's no way of keeping those lists synced so that you'd have to unsubscribe them from the student list in order to put them on the teacher list but they may still be a student and so it can be a little bit confusing there are a lot of ways of structuring your email marketing that is something that I've talked about actually in episode number three was the first episode that I talked about email marketing. And I've talked about a couple other episodes in, in, in a couple other episodes as well. So I'll make sure that I link those up in the show notes. But I think that the big thing with figuring out what is the next right tool, I've said this on previous episodes, is take a look at what you've got, figure out what you want and try and hit two to three of those new things that you want and move to that and then see how it goes. Don't try and expect your entire wish list to transpire all at once by making one <laughs> software change. <laughs> so yeah, that that's, uh, uh, I'll touch on um, ConvertKit just for a moment because I mentioned yeah. it. ConvertKit, everybody sits on one master list. And the way that you segment them is by the form that they signed up on or uh, by an automation that you send them through 
or by tags. So again, everybody, you only have every subscriber is only counted exactly once. And then the way that you send your emails, you send based on either tags or the form that they signed up on or an activity that may have uh, sent them down a certain channel or another channel. And it's a really great system when you have a singular business. Right. Okay. And that's why for you, I think active campaign would probably be better because your business has two very distinct, actually three distinct branches to it. So, um, it's moving everything over is like my biggest worry. And then the learning curve, like learning how to do the, the emails. We often put a picture of our guest in the email, mm -hmm. like a little graphic. Do you know what the graphics are like for active campaign? They work. They absolutely do. And um, I'm going to just kind of pitch my uh, tech strategy sessions because my tech strategy session, I would sit on a Zoom call with you. We would go from A to Z on this. A to Z because you're a fellow Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we will go from the beginning of setting up all the way through to feeling like you're really comfortable and confident with it. And so you'll have that Zoom video to go back to and things like that. So we could definitely set it all up. And as it pertains to adding a video, we can create email templates. So you can have an email template that says, this is our podcast yeah, template. We use this one. We'll have a, a, a placeholder for a picture. You'll be able to drop that picture in. You'll be able to format everything around it and it'll have all the links and things like that. There's a lot that you can do with templating. And again, this is something that is probably the biggest reason why I even started the Tech of Business podcast was because I get to be an outsider, I, an outsider coming into your business and offering a fresh perspective and that, that outside perspective, being able to kind of see what's important and fill that in and make that work as best as possible. <laughs> I feel like that's a pitch. I don't generally pitch on this show. People know. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should. Oh, well, but that's where I'm passionate. That is absolutely yeah. like, I know that if I do a tech strategy session with somebody that you're going to be able to use that technology better than you could have had you attempted to use it on your own. Um, or if you attempt to use it on your own and then you come in and you ask me to tweak it and stuff like that, there's that option as well. So yeah, it's, it's fun to dig into tech with other business owners. It really is. Like I am fascinated by what you're doing with schedulicity because I don't have a whole lot of clients who have an in-person component. So that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to bring that up here on the podcast because I know that there are some listeners who have that need and um, I knew you'd be a great person to fill them in on that. Um, so thank you for that. And I hope that I helped answer your questions about uh, email marketing a little bit. Um, yeah, you did. And so what about, I know that you have an episode on, uh, because I started listening to it the other day and then I was going to send it to my VA uh, on communication. So is there something we should be using in conjunction with Trello? Like we're pretty set up on Trello and loving it. Yes. Um, I think that anytime you can do team communication using a tool like Slack, and I talked about that in episode 27, I believe. 
I believe it was episode 27. I'll make sure I have the right episode number in the show notes. And what I was talking about there is that it allows you to segment your conversations, but to keep them organized so that if you are talking with your VA and your podcast editor and stuff, you can have a channel that's specifically designed for the podcast stuff. So maybe you have to re uh, record your intro and they can't do their next step until that. And so you move that task. Once you've finished it, you move something onto their board and you write a note and it gets lost. So you might want to follow up with them um, in Slack. And it's a great tool for the ad hoc communication needs um, and keeping those conversations separate and outside of email, and outside of Facebook Messenger. And yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's off our text. That would be great. So is everyone like, is it a free thing? Is Slack free or is it paid? Yes, it's free. Okay. It's what I like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I think Slack is a, a great, great solution and uh, it, it's pretty easy to set up. Um, but again, depending on who your staff is, like if it's just you and these three other people, your VA, your editor, your, you know, your show notes writer, then there'll be one set of things. But if on the other hand, you also are communicating with um, studio owners or you're communicating or you want to be able to communicate with people who are going through your, your yoga teacher training, you could actually have some channels inside there where you can then have your conversation and communication as well. So it can all be under the Shannon Crow Slack, um, you know, section like, and then you can have it segmented so that people who are in your yoga yoga teacher training are in a channel together and talking to each other and your VA may not be able to see that channel. So you okay. can actually put people in different channels. So there's a lot of functionality in there, but I don't want you to bite off two pieces of technology <laughs> at once. <laughs> no, I don't want to either. No. So it's a matter of- I think of I should tell my VA to do both of them. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> oh yeah. One at a time for her Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, you know, it's really funny because- I was thinking this episode was really going to be about, you know, the schedulicity and what you're using in your business. And I feel like we've kind of morphed it into a little bit of a tech breakthrough session as well. So I feel like this is, this is just going to be really beneficial for the listeners. I think they're really going to be able to look at their own businesses. And I hope you do as a listener, look at your own business and say, Hey, what can I do? And what kind of questions can I ask myself? based on this conversation that Jamie and Shannon have had. Great. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I would love for you to share with the audience how they can learn more about you or definitely your podcast link, anything else that you might want to share. And then we'll wrap things up with my last curveball question. Sure. Uh, so if you go to the connected yoga teacher.com, that's the best way to connect and you can also um, go to our show notes page and see how we kind of set up our show notes. I'm pretty excited about that because <laughs> we have clickable timestamps there. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then you're the connected yoga teacher everywhere or the connected yoga on social media. Where are you with that? Social media is interesting. I'm Shannon Crow Yoga on Instagram. I'm trying out Instagram more. And then the connected yoga teacher, definitely on Facebook. And if you're a yoga teacher, then we have a private Facebook group for yoga teachers called the connected yoga teacher group. 
Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. So as I have alluded to a couple of times, you are getting a fun little question here. So Shannon, I would love to know what is on your wish list for schedulicity that doesn't actually exist since we're hoping that they're going to be listening. Let's, let's throw it out there into the podcast sphere of something that you think would just rock that software and make it so that you would be recommending it even more than you already are. <laughs> okay. So it definitely be the ultimate is the time zone yes. so that someone can choose their time zone when they schedule. That's number one. Number two would be that my workshops and trainings would show up in a calendar view. So they've done this with classes already, and that's really nice, except that my classes run as sessions. So they're seen more as a workshop kind of thing or a session. And so my, my uh, people who go to sign up, they don't have the calendar view, and I want something, something like that <laughs> for something my workshops. Something a little bit more graphical. So yeah, that, can, that it looks like a calendar. Yeah, yeah it's just a table, something simple. It doesn't have to be, you know, bells and whistles, but something. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think those are the main two top things right now. Oh, the third one, which I know is a huge ask, is that I would love for it to integrate with QuickBooks so that <laughs> I have less accounting to do. Every time that software can integrate with other software is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I am a huge proponent of making software work well and having those public APIs, which is Greek to 98% of the audience, what that means. But for that 2% of you, you know what I'm talking about. It makes everything that much better because then all your pieces of technology uh, have the ability to work together. And I think that that is, makes my job even more fun because I can get these pieces working together and it's, it's delightful. Yeah. <laughs> so Shannon. Thank you again so much for coming and hanging out with me on the Tech of Business podcast. I have enjoyed this conversation so, so much, and I uh, can't wait to actually meet you in person someday, somewhere, somehow. Yes, me too. Thank you so much, and thanks for answering my questions. I feel like I got a little coaching call <laughs> within <laughs> this as well. I, I was happy to. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.